The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Yo. Yo, base. Hello. And I believe this gentleman was on the original podcast. I know he came on our SiriusXM show before. Gordon Mays from Philadelphia. Hey, everybody. Were you on? You can't, You called into our serious show about something fucked up regarding sludge, right? I think so. I think I was on a few times. I was, I was on, I've, I've done this a couple of times. I don't know in what format, but I think it always revolved around sludge and him being a scumbag. Yeah, like he wouldn't, you, you moved, so, okay, so we all lived in Chicago. We worked at a radio station called Q101, and sludge moved to Philadelphia. Who, who lived there first? You were sludge. I moved here, and I had lived here for like five years, and then he then he moved here. Okay, so Sludge moved to Philadelphia, and what he he wouldn't call you or something, or he was never able to meet up, and he knew no yeah, one. Yeah, he moved. He I like read about him coming to town like in trains <laughs> or something. <laughs> so then I like text him. He's like, "Yo, yeah, I'm here," and I was like, "How long have you been here?" He's like, oh, "Like two months." <laughs> so I was like, "We should hang out, dude." Like, what the hell? And, you know, I get it. Like, he, he he came here, he started a new job, and he had, like, things to to figure out and stuff. But, like, when I moved here, I didn't know anybody but, like, the one guy that hired me. And I ended up hanging out with him all the time. Like, you would think if you moved to a new city and someone who's moved to multiple cities like he has, he'd reach out to anybody that he knew. Like, I was reaching out to people that I, like, that I, like, passed and in college before that I never even spoke to. I was like, we went to college together, let's get a beer or something. Does that hurt your feelings that, that you're literally the only person he knew and he still didn't call you? Yes, exactly. And also, <laughs> on top of that, he came to town to, to, to take almost my exact spot at where I used to work. Like, he came in to work for the station that came in and kicked that, that like, made us all unemployed. And he was literally, like, in the studio that I was using. So, I don't know if that was <laughs> so he took your job and then he still wouldn't hang out with you? Yeah, and then and then he like tried to steal my wife and my kid and like my <laughs> car He stole my car. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't that be awesome if Sludge stole your car? <laughs> I mean, how mad could you be at that? You would be you like you'd be mad. Don't yeah. get me wrong, but then but then you'd be like, "Oh, shuck. Let let's let's use base for the sake of of this podcast cuz base is on right now. Base, if you stole my car, I I don't even think I would care. <laughs> you would care. No, I mean, but I wouldn't like. I wouldn't. I definitely wouldn't call the police. Wait, wait, wait. If you, if, if you went out, <laughs> let's just say it was at work. You you work the full day. You leave. You have no car. <laughs> you start texting and tweeting. I have someone stole my car. Yeah. This is bullshit. And then around five o'clock in the afternoon, I go. Oh, I just saw your tweet. No worries, I got your call. <laughs> I wouldn't, but I wouldn't you call the police. Do, you would do a uh, yeah. Well, that oh, big God, I know where my car is. In that situation, that's not like stealing a car. Like, you would be irritated, and you would probably say something to him, but then you'd be more relieved that Bass had your car, not someone you didn't know. No, I mean if Bass actually stole my car. Not, like, if I found out, there, like, if I drove past his apartment and it was sitting out there. <laughs> I said, Bass, isn't that my car? Oh, yeah. Oh, Dude, oops. Car. There's a baby seat and everything, see? Yeah. Uh, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. He, he, he licked the steering wheel. He's like, no, it's mine now. 
I would probably just say, base, give me my keys, and then that would be the end of it. Or I would say, base, you have to fix that window you broke. Yeah. Base, don't steal my car anymore. Yeah. Base, never, never do that again. Bad boy. Well, now I know. I won't. Oh, I, I'm not supposed to steal cars? Oh. Good shit. We should talk about that on the podcast. We should. You know... <laughs> Base on the next podcast. Let's make let's let's make sure to bring up that you stole my car this week. Done. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> no, but base. Honestly, I wouldn't. I wouldn't call the police. As long you got a pretty nice new ride now, so that, that's fine by me. I mean, I would call have the police. Ever, have you guys ever been physical with each other? Not like not like sexually, but like have you, <laughs> have you like you gotten in each other's face or anything? Probably not, right? Like, no. We've necked like, a couple that, times. That, that, serious. Would that, would that push you to the point of, of like, putting your hands on base? At this point, there's nothing base could do, I don't think, to make me want to put my hands on it. Like, I, I don't think I could be mad. Like I said, if he stole my car, I would just make him pay to fix the window. I wouldn't, like, I would call the police to report a missing car, of course, right? But then if I found out, we found your car, it's at Dan Levy's apartment. I'd be like, oh, shit, all right, I'll drop all charges. I just want to make sure wait, that he takes. Wait, wait, wait. I love that the cops are so matter of fact about it. It's at Dan Levy's apartment. <laughs> good to know. These are good things to know. Now, would I make him pay for like a, a full cleaning? Because there'd be like a White Castle Crave case laying in the back. Yeah, I don't know. How much Burger King do you usually keep on your steering wheel? Yeah. Oh, oh, you don't put the Whopper on the steering wheel? Oh. I just added to the pile that was already there. How do I know which yeah. one? <laughs> you know what's great? How do you how do you know which of these Portillo's cups is yours and not mine? Yeah. <laughs> yeah clearly the taco about chicken wraps. Those yeah. aren't mine. I'm pissed off because there's multiple, like, Burger King bags. One, like, I only had two Burger King bags in here when it was stolen. Now there's six. <laughs> which are which? I'll, I'll clean mine up, but the rest is yours. Yeah. You know, you know what I found out, Base, and, and I swear, Base always thinks everyone's talking shit about him. I swear to, God, I, I can't say who we were talking shit about, Base, but I'll tell you after the podcast. I swear to God, it wasn't you. Okay. All right. Um, or Base, you oh, know, yeah. oh, Base. Know. Wait, hang on, Base. You know exactly who it is because Ryan told us. You were on the texting thread, right? When Ryan told us. Yeah, don't, don't, don't don't say the name, but okay. So I have I have five different text threads that I talk shit in, right? One of them includes Bass, Ryan, and Sam. Then there's some other ones, too. Um, and I recently found out that there's another shit-talking thread with Ryan, his brother, Gordon, and then this other guy, Adam, who we actually had on the podcast another time, I believe because he... No, on the Sirius show, because he hated the name, like, um, Caitlin or something like that. He had some girl, some asshole neighbor that fucked with him. But anyways, it's funny, and I don't want to say the context or whatever, but we were both talking shit about the same person in two completely different texting threads, just as vicious. Like, I thought our stuff was vicious. This stuff was yeah. equally as vicious. This person was getting just was more. There was no times I was like, man, I was harsh. What were you saying, Gordon? I said this this guy, this person, was getting uh, was just getting hammered in two separate texting threads. Yeah. Independent of each other. From, from, from every angle imaginable. Like, we were hitting him hard in both angles, like, everything. And it was stuff, the stuff in your thread was completely different from the stuff in our thread, but it was equally as vicious. <laughs> you know what's the worst? When you're talking shit in multiple threads, and then you put another shit-talking sentence in the wrong thread? Oh, God. Especially... I'm really careful, I'm really careful about that, but I, I know that most people plan to be, but I've done that before. I've been able to, to really play it off, but 
the worst part, and I know that you guys have talked about this before, but the worst part is because you're, it's on your brain that you you text the person you text the person that yes. you meant to talk shit about. For because instance, if I was talking, yeah. So if if like Basin are talking shit about Gordon, Gordon's a fucking douchebag, blah blah blah, and then Gordon's on my mind. So I'll just text him, and it'll be something where you know, like, Gordon, what's something only you would do? Like, okay, okay, okay fine. What what radio station do you work at? Uh, XT, WXTU. Okay, in Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah. WXT, could, uh, that fucking WXT Philly boy could eat a dick. And then I have to figure out a way to, like, work my way out of that. <laughs> Actually, to come full circle, Sludge once did that to me. Because <laughs> one time I found out that Sledge was going to another radio station, and I guess he told him that he, the only person he told was me, and I got a text from Sludge saying, hey, don't tell Faze any of that stuff I told you. He talks a lot of shit. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm that guy. And what did you say, Faze? Oh, I think that was. Oh, shit, man. You know I love you. I'm like. Yeah, it sounds like it. my phone number, man. Yeah, it sounds like you oh, love me when, when when you thought you were texting Abe talking shit about yeah, me. I'll, I'll go ahead and pass along this message for you, Sludge. <laughs> Speaking of that, do you feel like Sludge is... is does Sludge take more heat or does Base take more heat on this podcast? The only reason why Sludge oh, does is because he... Yeah, well, ba- Base takes more heat, but Sludge has all these rules like, oh, I can't come on the podcast. Uh, let me do 10 of my own podcasts and then I'll come out here. It's like... There's always some kind of rule. Oh, I can't come on because the challenge was on tonight. So uh, I might come on in three weeks. In three weeks, I'll probably come on after the season finale of the challenge. It's like, what? What is after you coming on? He's just waiting to have some material to talk to you about. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, let's move on to the first topic this week. And, and I, I just want to bring up, Gordon, do you watch wrestling? I don't remember. Uh, I haven't in a long time. I haven't. But but you're familiar with all this Paige sex tape stuff, right? No, what is that? Okay, so there's this wrestler named Paige, and all these sex tapes came out of her having sex, like putting dildos in her ass, vibrators, all kinds of stuff. And, and she's marrying this guy, Alberto Del Rio, who's like double her age. Real quick, I just want to tell you, even if I was familiar with that, I would claim that I, I wasn't. <laughs> I turn my church history immediately. <laughs> You would just lie. Yeah. Wait, hang on. No, let me. Guys, I don't know what that is. Let me. Uh, I, I just want to read this this message he put out on Instagram. Let me let me find it real quick. He put a message out on Instagram, basically saying like everyone could eat a dick, suck my dick, fuck you. All the wrestling fans are trying to destroy me. Uh, we're getting, and then he's like, we're getting married next week. Is 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 it a good time to get married after you find out about a sex tape, like with a bunch of other guys? Oh, here it is. Well, by that time, you put in all that money into a wedding. It's pretty hard to get out of that one. Wait, here it is. Okay, so this is from Alberto Del Rio. It doesn't matter how many times you try to break us. It's not going to happen. We were harassed by a company. We still are, because you don't fool me, motherfuckers. I know you were trying to destroy us, destroy my baby. She's better, stronger than all of you pieces of shit. We're getting married on Wednesday. Have a nice day and go fuck yourself, haters. Like, what kind of what kind of wedding invite is that? Like, if, if like Gordon, when you were getting married, all you piece of shit haters, fuck you. We're getting married in three weeks. Fuck off. Also, who gets married on a Wednesday? <laughs> exactly. We're getting married on Wednesday. Like, honestly, like that that might be the least 
romantic day of the week to be like, you know, let's get married on Mother's Day. Wait a minute. That means they're getting married today. That means they're getting married today. That's got to be like the cheapest wedding day of all time. Yeah. Where where can we get married for $90? Uh, We have a Wednesday open. Yeah, and we do it in Vegas to get the free buffet. That's awesome. Well, you know what? Actually, I just want to say congratulations to Paige and Alberto Del Rio on their wedding day. Today is Wednesday, so today is their wedding day. <laughs> so, is, so is he saying? Is, is he is he ta- is he talking all that shit to people that like that released the videos and that are like talking about it? Like, what's what, what's his beef with people? Or I think to every beef with the world. I think to, I think it's to the world. The wrestling fans, the people who watched it, the people who released it, the people who are talking shit to her, the WWE, everyone. Uh, well, I mean, I don't think, I think that's, I think he either, he needs to lock it down now or, or move on. I don't know. I think if, if you're going to get married, they're going to get married. Why not have it all out on the line now? I'm not saying I would be cool with that, but I'm just yeah. saying. That. Oh, honey, I forgot to tell you, I have 500 videos of having sex with other wrestlers. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> By the way, I've been passing around out the wrestling gym. They uh, they tag team me when you were when you wanted to go through your shower. Yeah. <laughs> are, are you the, the videos are all with other wrestlers and stuff? Oh yeah, she's with uh, this wrestler Xavier Woods, another guy named Brad Maddox, and and there's a video where Brad Maddox is having sex with her. Then he starts filming her with another wrestler, Xavier Woods. God, good is, for them, I guess. I mean, can you think of a, a more horrible thing about? I mean, about your they girlfriend, wife. Always could have some, right? Just to find out, like last second, oh, uh, there's a sh- shitload of videos that are available of your future wife just doing everything <laughs> disgusting. And by the way, you know everybody in the videos. <laughs> you, you used to wrestle with all the guys in the video. Yeah. By that, the way, you have all of their phone numbers. That'd be like me literally having a tape of like Gordon, Bass, my brother, Ryan, Danny Gaga, all having sex with the person I'm about to marry. Yeah, no, that sucks. I mean, there's, not, there's nothing great about that. But I can't imagine the life of being a WWE wrestler uh, is the same as uh, you and Bass and Ryan and me. And oh, that's true. Everybody. You know what I mean? Like you're, you're sort of, you're sort of. Well, wait a minute. I'm allowed to steal your car, but I can't beg your wife. Got a friendship business. Yeah, well, well, my car doesn't matter, brother. <laughs> we already established that. Yeah. Actually, I, I don't think I would care either. If, if I was married and my wife cheated on me with bass, like, how could you get mad about that? <laughs> like, Gordon, if you find, Gordon, you've been married for what, like five years now? Yeah, well, I mean, a lot longer. Uh, seven years. Oh, seven. Okay. So, I mean, what could you do if you if she came home one day and said, oh, I had sex with bass? I mean, <laughs> I, mean I don't know. I, I can't imagine. Like, I would not be psyched about it, but clearly there was something. There was something that I could not provide for her that only Bass could. Yeah. How do you even know who Bass is? Yeah, how do you even yeah. meet Bass? Good God. How did that even come to fruition, let alone bang him? Oh, my I wife had know, sex also, with Bass. With, with, having said that, I don't know if I, would, if I would be okay with it or just be, like, so confused. Like, confused to the point of, like, suicide. I mean, I mean the, like, way, the marriage is over. I'm not saying the marriage won't be over. But it's not like, for instance, if she had sex with, like, your best friend or something, or, or, I don't even know if that would bother you. I mean, if, if your wife cheats on you with another guy, if it's, like, the hot guy at the office, wouldn't that hurt more than if it was just base? Like, <laughs> uh, 
Yes. I, I mean, base, base of Gordon. If, I, yeah, I know. Yeah, not behind the There's got to be something wrong with the woman. <laughs> What's oh wrong God. with you? I think, I think you're right. I, I know what you're saying. I'm more self-aware to be like, wow, you're, you're going for me. That's interesting. Yeah, she, I, don't mean that, I don't mean this as a dig at base at all. Uh, but, like, if it was with, like, this the, gonna come out in the office or, or with, like, a normal guy that I know, it, it would make me feel less inadequate or something. You know, like it wasn't me. Like she was just out there doing something. Like she had to have that bass dick. Yeah, she 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 heard the legend of the bass. <laughs> <laughs> she needed it so bad. Yeah, she needed that low end ding dong. Yeah. <laughs> I know you've been waiting for this. The good news is I have a crave case in the back of Abe's car. This is going to be great. <laughs> yeah, he has sex with Gordon's wife in my car. On the back side of it. Bass steals my car, picks up Gordon's wife, has sex with her, and then eats White Castle in the car. Dude, that's what I'd call a home run of a day. You know what's funny? We're talking about wrestling. I was by uh, the Laugh Factory downtown, okay? And I, I was telling the story about this radio. Gordon, I'm sure you've ran into a million shitty radio guys, right? Like sure. the inf- the enforcer or something like that. <laughs> yeah, they call me the enforcer. As you could see on my fingers, I have tattoos. E-N-F-O. And then on the left hand, R, uh, E-N-F-O. E-N-F-O. And then R-C-E-R. That's me, the enforcer. They put us two fists together so you could read it. <laughs> that, that's a true story. That, that's what a guy did. Sludge and I were at WrestleMania in Orlando, bringing it back to Sludge, and this guy named Mike the Enforcer was one of the biggest douchebags ever. He kept telling me he was from New York. It turned out he was from Albany, which isn't New York. It's a city. It's like, you can't say you're from Chicago and live in, like, you know... Decatur. Decatur, right? Right. <laughs> yeah, I do, New, I'm, I do New York radio. That's the kind of radio... That's my brand of radio, New York. I don't know what you guys do. I'm from New York, right? So I'm telling these people a story about this guy, and I swear to God, this kid walks up to me and he says, are you talking about Mike the Enforcer from Albany? They Mike the Enforcer. I'm like, what? I'm like, you know who Mike the Enforcer? Some random guy in Chicago at the Laugh Factory in line heard me talking about a guy named Mike the Enforcer from Albany, and he heard of him. He go, he's like, oh, I, I used to live in Albany. He's like, yeah, does that guy still on the radio? I'm like, I don't know. I met him like 11 years ago. I met him at WrestleMania 11 years ago for five minutes, and I've been talking about him for 10 years. I've never ran into anyone who's ever even heard of the guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was on The X. There's, of course, he was on a rock station called The X. Yeah, it's The X right here. Here's saliva, and then more seether, and then we'll go back into another saliva record right here on the X. Mike the Enforcer at you. <laughs> I love that you've been talking about it for eleven years and just, just openly because it was, you thought it was a safe haven that no one in their world, yeah. their right mind, would ever know who he is. And now that world just got crushed. And the guy was talking to me. He goes, "Did you like pay that guy to walk up and say that?" I said, "I swear to God, it's a real story." And this random guy out of nowhere just walked up. Oh, Mike the Enforcer. Yeah, I know who he is. Yeah, I, I grew up in Buffalo. <laughs> there was another guy in line, too, who was talking about how Dave Chappelle stole one of his comedy bits. Oh, God. He's like, yeah, I just saw the new Chappelle special, and uh, he did one of my bits word for word. Now, I'm assuming that he just came up with the idea himself, too. But, you know, now I can never use it again. And 
you know, I figure if Chappelle and I both came up with the same bit, then I got to be on the right wavelength, man. Were you in like line for like an, an open audition or something? What's the story? Yeah, yeah, I was. I'm. It was an open mic thing oh, at the Laugh uh, Factory. Okay. So I'm listening to all these people talk, and they're just ridiculous. I thought this was just like a line to get in to see a show or something, and everyone like the same the same way that you see guys like rapping down the street. Like everyone, like, <laughs> everyone surrounding the Laugh Factory is also an aspiring <laughs> comedian. No, that'd be awesome though. <laughs> but is that ridiculous? Just some random guy doing a three minute open mic is talking about yeah. Dave Chappelle stealing his material. <laughs> yeah, I must. That was his open mic. No, this was him talking. These were okay. So the way these open mics work is you go there and you sign up the week before. So these people were in line oh, okay. to sign up for the next week, and then I, I went in to watch the show. Actually, I was watching the actual show that was going on that day, but they signed up. They were all coming back the next week, so they didn't even go inside. They just signed up and left. Oh, but you're sitting there talking uh, to these people, yeah. and it, it's just funny. Dude, he's like, I've been working on that bit for two years. Two years? <laughs> what are you, Jerry well, Seinfeld? I've been working on it for, what, a dozen years? Yeah. Oh, well, Dave, Dave's been doing that one since 88. Yeah. It's a joke about an iPhone. Well, Ch- Chappelle went into hiding for, for 10 years. So. Yeah. To steal your material. Yeah. <laughs> he saw you at Laird's Coffee House in like uh, Bridgeport. <laughs> now, Gordon, I noticed that you lost a lot of weight, and and you are you're doing like a, a what is it a four k or whatever it's called five k a five k that just random yes yes I have lost weight I uh, last July I went to the doctor just for like a checkup and they were like you're pre diabetic and I was like what's that and they're like you're about to have diabetes my man. So, uh, oh, wow. Yeah. So I was like, okay, now what? And she was like, what are you, like, how do you, like, what do you eat? What do you, how do you exercise? Oh, I eat everything. I don't exercise. Yeah. So, yeah. The answer was everything and nothing. So, <laughs> uh, so she was like, what are you doing? And my doctor, um, she's not like, cause your next question is going to be, is she hot? But she's like, she's my, like our age. Um, so she's like, I'm already a little, like I just went to, I signed up for a new, like went to a new doctor, and they were like, "Do you have a preference as to which doctor you see?" I'm like, "I don't know any of these people," so they like gave me to the new girl or whatever, which has been fine until now, where she's just like, "You are a fat piece of garbage." <laughs> like, it was one thing to take it from like the from like an old Jewish guy or something that was telling me like, "Yeah, you need to lose weight, you need to lose weight, you need to lose weight," but then like to have like a a young girl tell you, you're like, oh, okay. Well, like, my doctor is fat. He's actually fat. And he's, like, trying to give me tips on losing weight. And I'm like, why don't you use those tips? Yeah, yeah. It must be super easy for you, huh? Yeah. So he, he can't really be as mean as some young, hot girl. Yeah. So, you know. Hell, you're the, sick. The, the diabetes thing scared me a lot. So, like, sort of that, that point, I like, I was like, okay, well, I'm going to walk back to my office after this. And I like, <laughs> left the doctor's office and I walked. And, like, I just started, like, walking. And I changed my diet, and you're like Jared from Subway. He would he would walk home every day from Subway. <laughs> you know that's how he lost weight, right? Well, yeah, I mean eating Subway and then walking, right? His whole life was just walking to and from Subway. Well, that wasn't his whole life. Not well, besides it. the molesting of kids and or the attempt, well, he was probably too fat and disgusting to even attempt it back then. So then, when he lost weight, he thought, "Oh, I'm in good shape now. Yeah, These kids are going to really yeah, like what they see." He wanted to take advantage of his banging body. Yeah. 
Oh, now now it's time for me to uh, finally try to do it. Yeah, um, going to reap, reap the rewards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These kids owe me, man. It's my time. It's my time to shine. You think oh, I have I a body it. like this for myself? No, it's for the kids. God. Yeah, so anyway, I just, you know, I started watching what I was eating. And the, the, the depressing part is that it's so easy. It, it, like, I mean, I work hard at it, but I spent, you know, 34 years not doing it. And I'm like, why didn't I even, like, try? And I wouldn't have been in this position. So you just walk? Is that all you do? Oh, no, no. I mean, I started that way. That's all I could do at that point. Like, my knees hurt and my legs hurt and everything like, was killing me. And I was grossly out of shape. And then just started walking and eating better. And as I started losing weight, everything hurt less. And then I was able to do more. And now I can run and... You know, now I, I, I really work out and stuff like that. I'm like, I'm like, I'm not going to do it because, and I don't, this is nothing against people who CrossFit, but you know, like that CrossFit mentality, oh, yeah. people that sort of get completely obsessed with it. But I, I've gotten to the, the, the sort of the ledge of understanding why people do it and, and how easy it is to sort of get wrapped up in it. But, uh, I just can't do it. I just really, I can't be a CrossFit person. Yeah. Just cause you don't want to hang out with those people. No, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't. Yeah. When you go to the gym, unless you go with somebody, do you talk to anybody or even acknowledge that there are other people in the gym? No, that if you're there alone, I just keep my head down. I don't want to talk or smell or see anyone. Yeah, I don't. I mean, it's, it's as if I'm in there by myself. I will like walk into people. That's how much I'm into my my own little world that I don't want to speak to anybody. Base and I work out together sometimes, and he literally works out for what base like 14 minutes. <laughs> no, I never get. Well, see, Abe likes to go on the treadmill for about. An hour and a half. And no. Then, like, one no. bench press machine for base, base, wait a minute. Base, have you looked at me? You think I'm on the treadmill for an hour and a half ever? <laughs> well, you just, you just sit there and you talk. And you, Ava's a talker. I can't really, if I'm on a treadmill, when I'm working out, even if I know somebody, I just oh, yeah. don't even talk while well, I'm yeah, working out. He, like, needs, uh, he needs all the oxygen he can get. Yeah, because Base yeah, never talks. It up when he's working out. <laughs> I, I'm just not into that. Yeah, base, base is like the rock. He's there to work. Hey, whoa, hang on. This is my... Get it in, folks. Hang on, Abe. This is my church. Hang on. Hang on. This is my church, Abe. Hang on. If you want to work with me, let's work. This is what I do. (laughs) This is my life. Hey, this is my life. That's what The Rock said. He said he doesn't talk to anyone at the gym. He's just, he's there to work. And apparently that's the way Bass likes to work out. But Bass, really, you do what? You do two machines, four minutes of cardio, and then (laughs) you're leaving. And then another thing about base, we've talked about this before, but he comes in like the way Michael Jordan arrives to an arena with a suit on and then he changes out of the suit, puts on his like workout clothes. First of all, if you've ever seen what I look like, I've never worn a suit. <laughs> you always have on like jeans and like a button down shirt. The same jeans I've been wearing for the last seven years. No, but you come in a full outfit. You have to take it off, yeah, change Abe, in the locker room. All, but Abe, your entire way of dressing is good enough for a gym at any point. <laughs> not everybody, not everybody is. Abe dresses in case do that. Case the workout breaks out. Yeah, because base is known for being a great dresser. I'm ready to I'm go. I'm not known for being a great dresser, but you have like Adidas pants ready to roll in no time. <laughs> I have a little more jeans on than that. Yeah. Well, let, let's get back. Let's get back to the five k. Jeans on than that. Yeah. Ba- <laughs> I have a little more jeans than that. <laughs> it's like he's talking about. I have a little more sugar in my coffee than you do. 
I have a little more jeans. What is that? Like half half a leg of jeans extra? So I, I have like 13 pairs of jeans and you have 13 pairs and like one waistband and one leg extra? No, but I wear the jeans. I have a little more jeans. pants at all times. So Gordon, you're doing a 5K. So what is that? Like one mile or something? No, it's like it's like three point one miles. Like it's not that big of a deal. But, but people who do them make it like it's a, this big undertaking. Oh, I'm doing a five, another five k. I, I thought that. Well, yeah, I thought that too until I found out what it was, and then I someone asked me if I want to do it. It's for it's like through work. It's through you know. It's like the the radio stations are sponsoring this this run thing or whatever, and they had extra spots. And I'm like, yeah, I'll do it. Um, thinking like I just signed up for a marathon, which is you know couldn't be more different than a 5k yeah uh, it's like an hour yeah the, the marathon yeah it takes like it takes like half an hour to like people who really know how to run can do a 5k in like 30 minutes <laughs> you know so like I, if i could just do it i'll be happy to do it. i think they could do it way faster than 10 than 30 minutes oh i'm sure yeah i guess, yeah, I guess they would they would have to do it much faster than that if they really know how to run because if i go to the gym and i put it on three that means in one yeah. hour i do three three miles so right. some guy yeah. from Ethiopia yeah. could probably do it in at least. I bet he could do it in like ten minutes. Oh yeah, like like yes, like one of the Ethiopian marathon runners. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, if he hey, if he supports clean air and wants to run for the Clean Air Council of Philadelphia, he, he's more than welcome to come. <laughs> to one do you call it a K? Like, oh, I'm doing another K. Well, this is the first one. I don't know. I don't know what to call it. Yeah, I, I got I got a couple of fives lined up, a couple of five Ks. Yeah. The biggest thing I'm trying to get over is I don't know what to wear. Yeah, do you like wear shorts or what? Regular clothes, like street, like running, like gym clothes. <laughs> you just, you, it's only, you have to go buy, have to go buy idiot runner stuff? No, because it's three miles. You should just wear jeans. <laughs> I don't know. Wear whatever you're going to wear. Whatever you're going to wear to breakfast after that. I don't know. Yeah, like you're not going to even sweat. It's three miles. <laughs> And you know most of the people are going to be walking anyway. Yeah, I think that's actually true as well. I got the right before I came on with you. I got the, the email from the people that's doing it, and uh, the guy that uh, I don't know anybody that I'm running it with. And I uh, I got the email from like the, the team captain for the radio station for this run, and uh, it's the GM of the group. It's like the operating guy of the of the station group, and he's like, "We're gonna set we're gonna set a ten minute pace." And that's going to be the team pace. So hopefully you can keep up with that. And I was like, 10 minutes. Holy <laughs> moly. What did I just sign up for? Also, I don't know any of these people. Yeah. Well, what that means is that if you practice at the gym, you'd have to put the treadmill on six. And then you yeah, should be able to run it at a 10-minute pace. Yeah, you're right. And that, and that is what I you typically run at. So you should be you should be A-OK. Sounds like it. Hey, this is Ripper. I'm the team captain. Uh <laughs> Make sure, guys, we're going to do them in tens, okay? Ten-minute paces, okay? Ten-minute pace, keep up, or sit it out, bros. Yeah. Yeah, if you don't want to roll with us, man, you know, you can go with the other group, man, but we're not going lower than ten, okay? Is that cool? So the walk for the women and children is to the left. (laughs) You know he's going to say exactly this. All right, boys, put the women and children aside, and it's time to go hunting for dinner. You guys ready to eat? I'm hungry. You ready, pussy? That's the kind of guy who wear, what they put like a number on your chest, right? I think so. Yeah, so he walks around with it all day. Like, like remember the kids who would win the science fair 
usually at Walmart, like third grade. It's usually like a black kid who's in third grade, and he walks into Walmart with his science fair ribbon on his shirt. Oh, yeah, just pinned to his shirt. Yeah, that's how, like, all the white guys are that I see, like, after the marathon. They're all wearing the number on their shirt, like, at Whole Foods or something. <laughs> like, why is the number still on your chest, asshole? Throw it in the garbage. Oh, no, no, I, wonder, I, I saved if, these. If I finish this, I wonder if I'm going to get something. Do I get, like, a medal or something? I wonder if I do. It's like a big, it's like a big sponsored thing. There's money behind it. Yeah, you probably get some. Like, I did the Spartan race once. Yeah. And I, and I, I really didn't get, like, half the things were, like, jump over this 45-foot wall and then land on the hard ground. <laughs> and I'm like, no, no, no. And I just ran around. And the guys were, get back over there. Get back and do it. I'm like, no, I'm not doing it. I have a bad ankle. I'm not going to fucking, I'm not going to climb a rope on a 40-foot wall and drop yeah. onto concrete from 45 yeah, feet up. If my apartment was on fire, I would really question jumping out the window. Exactly. I would honestly try to run through the fire or crawl underneath it or something. <laughs> Yes, yes. In my world, I would rather I'd rather singe off my arm here than blow my knee out. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the last thing I would do, and I'm not going to just drop 45 feet just for the fuck of it. <laughs> and also, most people paid to be part of that. Most people paid to drop 45 feet. How much do you pay? Oh, I don't know. I didn't pay for this one, but I'm just saying, I think when, when most people sign up for races, they pay like 40, 50 bucks for stuff. Oh, yeah, you know what? You're right. I did pay for that Spartan race. And then at the end, you get this shitty like Spartan medal around your neck and like a shitty t-shirt. And then the funny part is all the other, like the guys who run in those things, they have a t-shirt on from another one. Like it'll say oh, Tough yeah. Mudder 2007. You're making me. You're, you're making me realize all the things that I just blissfully had forgotten that I didn't <laughs> any of this stuff. And I was like, "Yeah, I'm in. I'm in enough. I'm good enough shape now where I can do this." Just com- completely forgot that I hate everything about it. Look at the shirt says "Mutter Fucker 07. <laughs> yeah, that's my group, the Mutter Fuckers. Yeah, it's cool, man. Yeah, I ran in from 07 to eleven, and then I had to move on to something a little bit more challenging. That's why I'm doing the Spartan race this year. Oh, man. I like to drop 45 feet onto my ankles. <laughs> that feels great. <laughs> do it. That's what, the guy was screaming at me. No, get, get back in line and do it. Or what? Like, what are you going to do if I don't do it? <laughs> and, and you still got the t-shirt in the metal at the end, so there was really no consequence at all. You could have ran around all of them. Exactly. I did it in, like, nine hours or something. I, I didn't do half the events, and I got the exact same metal and t-shirt that other fuck had got for dropping 45 feet. You know what that reminds me of? Nine, did it really take nine hours? No, it didn't take that long. <laughs> it, was, it, took, it took a long time. I didn't do half the shit. Like, here, throw this throw this spear at this, and you can't continue until the spear hits him square in the heart. There was something like that. I'm like, no. I'll throw it once, and when I miss, I'm going to keep on I'm not going to stand here for five hours till I connect with the heart of this dummy. <laughs> Where was this thing? Was it, like, in the city? It was it was actually in Milwaukee in, in uh, Miller Park where the Brewers play. Yeah, that's cool. Um, but so this reminds me. Did you ever do the Rob Zombie haunted house when you lived here? I did not. No, I don't. I don't think it was a thing when I lived there. Okay, so I got to go to like this press event, right? Where, it, but they said it was for press, but there were a lot of regular like just people there to try. I don't know who else was involved, but there were a ton of people there. It was like the first night. So when you go in the Rob Zombie haunted house, right when you walk in, they put a bag on your head. What? Yeah, like so, and they don't wash these bags. Could you imagine all the helitosis and all the shit coming out of people's mouths oh, and hair and, and dandruff and lice, whatever? 
I hate that. I so, hate it so much. So the guy, he puts the bag on my head, right? And I, I, I pulled it off. He's like, put it back on your head now! I'm like, no. To get the fuck out! You guys gotta leave! You If you don't keep this bag on your head, you go out the pussy door! Pussy door to the left! That's, that's exactly what he said. Pussy door to the left! Everyone else keeps going straight! You need to take that bag off, take the pussy door! Oh, dude. And, and I put it back on my head and whatever. I walked through, but like, could you imagine after two weeks of that? I mean, the, the bag stunk after, and this was the first day. Just reusing the 10 bags that they had for every God, single person and, who and walked like, in. And I don't, I mean, everybody goes to haunted houses, but haunted houses attract like a, like a special level of, oh, of, of, of dirtbag. Like the people who would go to a, well, I don't want to name any bands because it'll upset people, but there's certain bands where they're just complete dog shit and they just bring out the most vile human beings. Right. And, and, and they might be nice people, but they are, they, they ooze stuff. Oh, yeah, there's always something coming out of them, whether it's the face, the ass, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) If you don't want the bag on your head, at least put it on your ass. Yeah. I'm going to get some kind of liquid out of your body to recycle through everyone else's face. (laughs) Something's going in that bag. (laughs) Face or ass. Yeah. (laughs) Then put it on your ass. But can you imagine, like, that's his job all day to scream at people, take the pussy door! Again, dude, I think it, like, it, it really brings out a certain level of person. Like, they probably are psyched about that. Can you, like, that, there's a certain person that probably lives year-round. They probably put their costume back on, like, around Christmas. Like, already, <laughs> they, they take a couple weeks off, and then Christmas comes around, they just try it back on. Yeah. Oh, 10 months, dude. I can't months. wait. 10 months. It's coming. It's coming. And and they, they always, if you've gone into a haunted house with a girl, they always sexually harass the girl. They're always trying to yeah. touch her, have yeah, sex they, with her, yeah, anything. Because they feel like they can get away with it. Oh, yeah. Oh, hey, pretty lady. Why are you yeah. with this loser? <laughs> yeah, and then like after, they're like having a cigarette talking about how many nipples they touch. <laughs> dude, how many nips? Nine. You got nine nips? Cool, man. One might have been a dude. Actually, most of them might have been dudes. Yeah, but I got at least two female nips, man, because I, I brushed against both tits. Mm-hmm. And one, and one of them, one of them, she screamed, but it, it screamed like more like mmm versus like ah. <laughs> dude. Don't you love t-shirt nips? You go right through. I hate when they're wearing like so like a jacket, man. Just a t-shirt that love thin cloth. Groping. <laughs> Don't you don't you like it when they like when they don't want it, <laughs> dude? I love giving it to them because you know they secretly want it. They don't want to be yeah, with those pussies. <laughs> yeah, they came here to get off, and I'm giving it to them. Yeah, they want to be with a guy who's dressed like uh, like a uh, an undertaker in a haunted house. That's the guy they really want. There's two types of people. People who come to see the chainsaw and people who carry the chainsaw. Yeah, and pussies who are scared of the chainsaw. <laughs> you shit your pants or piss it? Huh? I know it's one of the two. Let me see the front and back. <laughs> and then put it on your head. <laughs> you know what I was thinking about? Um, <laughs> I don't know why I just thought of this. Do you remember the kids who would have trophies? Like, you'd go to their house, they'd have a whole trophy case. Oh, yeah. 
Were you one of those? I hope you weren't one of those kids. Were you? No, I didn't. And it, the ones I did have were like participation trophies. The only trophy that I, I legit have is when I was in the Cub Scouts, I was first place in the Pinewood Derby. Oh, nice. Do you know what that is where you'd build a yeah, car? I do. Yeah, I was terrible at it. I thought, you know, I'd win in with high confidence and then we'd get eliminated immediately. Well, see, that that's the reason why you don't have a trophy because you you were terrible at it, but my uncle wasn't. But my <laughs> uncle who built the car. <laughs> Like he built the the most. He built both of my and my brother's Pinewood Derby cars. My brother finished third. I got first, <laughs> and it was. I mean, no, I, you you were one of the few. Did you actually build your own car? Uh, my, like my, my 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 dad helped me, but like you know, like they would give you that kit. You know, you would get the Pinewood Derby kit, where you get like the it come with like a, a block of wood, and then you had to do something with it. it came oh yeah, with pieces. Yeah, and you, you like would get my, those shitty tires, and yeah, like you know, so like mine. Mine would re- still re- very much so resemble the original block in which I was given. Mine uh, looked but, like know, a beautiful car. Come in that had been that had been like blazed and you know sheared and any other woodworking. Like the ones that would win were clearly done by by your uncle. Oh yeah, like mine looked like it was from the Fast and the Furious. Like it would look like a, like right. a sports car. Right. Mine looked like a block of wood with like tempera paint on. <laughs> The the only thing I would actually do is he would have me sand the tires like with sandpaper, and then the rest of the time I'd be eating Doritos. Yeah. <laughs> Don't touch it. Yeah. Oh, oh, I I would paint it too. Like, Abe, what color right. do you want to paint it? Oh, blue. I want blue. Right. Yeah. And, you know that was fine as a kid. That was fine. All you wanted to do is you spray paint anyway or whatever. But it's not fair that like. I mean, I didn't have a dad, like my, my uncle. Luckily, I had my uncle, but there's some kids who don't even have an uncle. And, like, the kids who don't have someone to build it for them, they're just fucked. And, and then their, their car is, like, yours. Where, yeah, what, did I mean, yours even really make it down the track? I can laugh about it now, but at the time, I was really upset about it. <laughs> like, <laughs> my car sucked. And they would, do the, they would do the thing where, like, they would super glue quarters to the bottom of them and stuff if they'd like to, to like, to, like, uh, manage the weight of them and stuff. It was oh weird. yeah, mine had weights. Yeah, no, all the good you have weights at the bottom, and you'd glue them to yeah, the bottom. Pulled it down the track. Yeah, there was this kid who had his car was orange, and it had a Woody Woodpecker Woody Woodpecker uh, picture on the front, and he won it the year before, and he came back the next year. I beat him for the title. Did he bring the same car? He had he had another. I, I'm sure it was a new car, but it had it had his thing was like the Woody Woodpecker, like he was so fast. And oh, I get it. His dad was like the leader of the Cub Scouts. Oh. And when I beat him, it was like when um you know, like when Buster Douglas knocked out Mike Tyson. <laughs> not enough not enough bruise makeup in the world. Yeah, it was it, it was this kid was crying. I've never like I never this kid was always like, Yeah, I run shit here. My dad's the scout leader. This kid started crying like instantly. He couldn't yeah, believe sure. it. He I'm couldn't sure believe he, about, he lost. He's about to catch hell. Like his dad's gonna kill him or something? Yeah, yeah. You embarrass me yeah. in front of my friends. This is Troop Thirty Six Forty One. You embarrass the family, you little bitch. <laughs> I gave you the Woody Woodpecker. Pecker. Why don't you call him Woody Woodpecker? Woody Woodpecker car. <laughs> I gave that to you. I trusted you. <laughs> you was our legacy. Your brother took first place with the Woody Woodpecker car. Your uncle did. I did. You are no longer a Cub Scout. You are a Girl Scout. You lose this little fat dork. <laughs> Fuck you. You lost to A.B. Cannon. 
<laughs> That's what I used to go by, AB. Oh, really? Yeah, when I was up until like when I was like seven, I I moved to Abe. That's probably a good move. But they, <laughs> AB, what a stupid name! Thought, like they were for, they were for, like I thought he was referencing like you forgot to to finish spelling your name on your car or something. No, that, that, that's it's, what I want. It is A.B. Cannon. Yeah. You know, there's people who can't say the name Abe. Like, when you go to Starbucks, they'll call me Abe. What? Are they, are they like, hipster dudes trying to sound, like, really, like, multicultural? No, just any. Well, it's it's those guys. It's everyone. They'll call me a B. A B. You've never heard of, like, Abe Lincoln? Yeah. I mean, Abe. a B. Um, a B. I have your, <laughs> your, your iced coffee. Going. It's not the same, but no one has ever put Gordon on my on my cup ever. It's always Jordan Warden, <laughs> dumbest shit. That's what I was gonna say. How do you when you're a li- like every little kid, like Sammy, you know, like every name, every little kid has a sh- Joey, Mikey, whatever. How do you when you were were you just a little baby named Gordon, or did they call you like Gordy <laughs> or something? Yeah, I guess. I mean, you know, kids called me like Gordy and stuff. I didn't. I wasn't psyched about it. And yeah. the people like. And I don't let people call me that now unless, like, we're really tight and it doesn't bother me. But um, I guess so, yeah, which is funny because I have a nephew named George, which I think is hilarious that there's a, there's a baby named George. But, <laughs> uh, you know, he's, I mean, he's older now, but, it, like, it was the funniest thing to me when I was holding a baby named George. Oh, this is George the baby. Yeah, yeah. All these older names. Like, what's funny is I deal with – my other job is I deal with um, – I, I book concerts, so I deal with like agents and stuff. But a lot of them are like in Canada. There's a big office in Toronto, and Gordon is such a common name in Canada that they immediately those people who don't even know me, the same way that I guess like you know, someone like a Jeffrey here, people will call him Jeff right away or, or something like that. They call they call me Gord or Gordy immediately. Where yeah. people here would Gordy, never eh? call me that unless I knew them. Hi, Gordy. Uh, eh. uh. <laughs> Uh, wait, hang on, Gordy. I'm gonna have some poutine real quick, and uh, <laughs> they probably love that as much as you love being called Gordy. Right, I know. When they do that, you should <laughs> keep saying "a." Oh, okay, a, 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 Gordy. I, I, I didn't even think of it until I just said it right now. I, I was like, what, "How do you shorten Gordon?" And it is, it is Gordy, I guess, right? It is, but I don't, I don't approve of it. That's really sh- that's a shitty name, Gordy. I don't like that. Yeah, so I never, I never go by. I'd rather someone call me Gord or something. Just Gord, <laughs> like, you know, like I don't. Just call me Gordon. It's fine. Yeah, Gordon's a good name, but when you're a baby, it's weird. Here's yeah, baby I never, Gordon. I grew up, and I'm sure you did too. But like, I grew up with no. I couldn't get a toothbrush with my name on it, or one of those stupid license plates for the back of your. Bike. Oh yeah, I, never. Nothing ever had my name on it ever, and I assume you had the same problem. Oh yeah, Abraham. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a that's the shittiest name ever. When you're a little kid, I'll tell you that Abraham. You go by Abraham. No, I, I I was AB until I was like six or seven. Then Abe, and I'm still on. Unco- if you call me Abraham, it still doesn't feel like. Doesn't it feel weird calling me Abraham? Yeah, it does. What did I, your mom call you? She calls me Abe. God. I had one. I had one aunt going back on the name that she picked for you. <laughs> like if she can't even call you that, like why did she even do it? Well, because it's my dad's name, and they got divorced uh, when I was like two. 
So she got forced with the name of her ex-husband. <laughs> Who is her son? Isn't that weird? Oh, that sucks. She went. She went all in. Yeah. Now, now I have to. I, now I have to call uh, my son the name of the person I hate the most. <laughs> just keep it going. <laughs> I, I I know you have a daughter, but it's just. I think it's 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 horrible to give your son your name because it's like you're I, you're taking their identity. I think so too. I wouldn't do that. Like, what's the point? Like, I'm Abe. You have, you, you have the opportunity. When you have a kid, you have the opportunity to, like, to start someone from scratch. Like, why don't you just give them a clean slate? Well, be, most most of the time, that's because my legacy continues with Abe Jr. Right. That's what I'm saying. You're making it about you, and it shouldn't be. It's someone else's life. He's going to play tight end. He's going to be a tight end like I was. Understand? He, he's not going to blow his knee out in high He's going to be, there's no way he's going to, he's not going to get more than nine touchdowns his freshman year. There's no way sophomore year he won't get less than 12 touchdowns. There's no way he's going to be varsity. play all the chicks. (laughs) I feel like I just talked about this on a recent podcast, but it's worth mentioning again. There's something weird about those guys who talk about, yeah, man, I got all the pussy in high school. You're talking about having sex with 15-year-old girls. Yeah, come on, dude. Like what? Th- those were your greatest moments, yeah, dude. I fucked the shit out of this hot chick sophomore year. Wait, do you know what you're saying? You're talking about having sex with a 15 year old girl, right? And you're celebrating it right now, Great. bro. He gets a, he gets a pass because he was probably also 15. Yeah, but still, like you're talking about it, like like you're just thinking about it, like these were the greatest times of your life, an inexperienced 15 year old girl. Yeah, it was great, man. I remember drinking two beers, and I was all fucked up. And uh, after football practice, I took her to my dad's uh, in the garage, and that's where we did it, man. It was the greatest moment of my life. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's 35. Yeah, that's the thing. Like they talk, People talk about grade school football, freshman year football, sophomore year football, and they're like 40 years old, 45 yeah, years old. Know, it's that worldview, man. It's, it, your world is really small if you don't ever leave the town that you grew up in. Or, you know, if, like, I don't know, if the, if larger things don't happen for you. I run into it all the time. Um, not like I'm some, you know, huge success story out of the town I grew up in. That's not what I'm saying at all. But, like, I moved away, and, you know, the moment I could, I got a job. Well, even when I lived there, I, I moved away. I got a job in the city, and I moved to the city. And um, I still deal with people that I... You know, Facebook. Facebook is cool, but Facebook also it just really amplifies these things. Where you just see these people that are that constantly talk to me about the good old days of high school, and talking about when we, you know, I played soccer in high school, and always referencing like how much better at soccer they were than me or whatever it is. Yeah, like, dude. dude, you only got two what goals. Like, remember what, what, in what seventh grade? Playing for now, dude. Sixth grade, you sucked. You only had six goals. Right? Yeah. Come on, dude. God, I don't care. Dude, I had I had a hat trick one game. I had half the goals you had all season in one game. <laughs> you fucking yeah, sucked. I mean, that's sucked. exactly what it is. Where it's just like people, guys, will like randomly say that, and you're like, "Oh, dude, that was like the best time of your life." That's crazy. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird that two of your greatest years were 15 and 16 years old, or 14 and 15, I should say. Right. Yeah. You were yeah. 14. When I look at a 14 year old kid now, they look like a little boy. They are a child. Yes. And that was one of your one of your four greatest years of your life. Yeah. 
Yep, you peaked. Yeah, the, 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 yeah the, I, dude, if I could just go back to high school, man, I would do it, man. I got all the ass back then. It was great. There's always that one football coach in high school that walks around and, like, he, he eggs on all the kids. Like, he talks about his greatest stories. Yeah, I got drunk off three beers. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Like, they're they're trying to get kids to drink, like, to, to live well, up to. Those the- guys, oftentimes, I would bet, are the guy that we're talking about. You know what I mean? The guy, the guy whose greatest years were in high school. So what they did was create a situation where they get to go hang out at a high school. Yeah, and, and they're, they're out partying with the high school kids. Like, I remember right. I wrestled. Yeah, those, those, yeah, those are the guys that, like, buy beer for kids and stuff. Yeah, man, you want a case of beer? Yeah, cool, man. Like, they're the cool, and they're they're just hoping to hook up with one of the 17-year-old girls. Ugh. Like, that's their dream one day, that, like, Missy will stumble into his office. God, dude. What do I do, coach? Oh, just chill out here, Missy. And he starts giving her a massage. He's just hoping yeah. something happens. Cracks open his Zima. <laughs> Let's uh, let's wrap this up on this. And you you brought something up that I haven't thought about in a long time. You said that I said something on a podcast a long time ago about how fat people they can't just take one bite out of a sandwich; they always have to go in for two bites. Yeah, I, yeah. I think you, I think you were at like a, a poker tournament or a casino or something, and you that you you were talking about somebody that was sitting at the table with you. But this was like probably two years ago or something. And I, every time I see a large person eating, I cannot help but notice and look for and anticipate that even at like family functions and stuff, they're like the double bite. <laughs> burger, a, a corn on the cob, or a, a hot dog, or a sandwich, or anything where they like someone has to unhinge their jaw. They're not unhinging their jaw for one bite, they're going yeah. for the double. And think about how disgusting that is. You should never have to get a double bite of anything. And I'm sure, look, I'll, I will I will fully state that I've probably at times been guilty of that without without thinking about it. But now that I know about it, there's no way in the hell I'm ever doing that. It's always like a burger. They always take the first go. <laughs> like, I, yeah, like, I don't know if someone's afraid of, yes, it's that. It's the whop, whop bite. And I don't know if it's because they're afraid of like something like when the first bite is going to dislodge something that's going to fall and I got to catch it or something. But it's like <laughs> like the dripping. Like everything's got to go in and it's got to go in and like double bite. It's but it, you're right. It is like a burger, or a sandwich, or like something large. I I keep picture a corn on the cob was was what made me say it the other day. <laughs> Someone was eating a corn a corn on a cob at like an event, and I was like, dude, really? <laughs> Might as well just like scrape the corn into your mouth, like in like a, like yeah. a scraping motion. Like eat it like a lotes if you're going to do it that yeah. way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But your mouth is designed to handle one bite at a time. Right. It's not made to have. And, and like, does your entire mouth have to be completely full of food at all times? Yeah. Like, isn't and it harder you're really to. Saving yourself any time, like, to get it? Because then now you have to deal with a, just a gum to gum slamming of food. Like if, chew and swallow. If you're like Kobayashi in the Nathan's hot dog eating competition, that makes sense. But yeah, if, that's not what we're talking about. Yeah, we're talking about and just some guy at Portillo's. Most people are really skinny, by the way. Oh yeah, mo- you're right. Most of those guys who are who are competitive and Base just walked back in. What's up, Base? Hey guys. Oh hey. Base came in just in time as we're wrapping things up. <laughs> 
Hold on. I forgot that you guys. I forgot that you guys work together in the same spot. Yeah, it's funny. Base was driving. It's funny because when I leave work, Base is usually getting into work. But we we started this podcast when Base was driving into work. He disappeared. <laughs> Sometimes when people disappear, phone to microphone. I get wait. Get, get right in there. From phone to microphone. There you go. Um, it's funny how sometimes people disappear from the podcast when we're doing it, and I always get questions, what happened to Bass? I'm like, oh, well, he got to work or something, or whatever. Yeah. So Bass was uh, Bass was on his way in, and now he's here at work. Welcome, Bass. Hi, Gordon. Welcome to work, Good to talk to you again. Bass, I'll give you the final word, because we were, we were actually just hitting the podcast. Oh, here, let me ask you this, Bass. When you bite into a burger, do you take one, two, three, or four bites in the first bite? Usually it's one good solid bite. You never go. <laughs> no, because that's too much. One good giant bite just to make sure it's a good ratio. Okay, good. Because we were talking about how disgusting people are who take a double bite. <laughs> watch for it, man. Anybody who, who wasn't aware of it before, just watch for it. You're never going to. Do you know what I'm talking the, about, Base? The double bite is usually like. It's like this. If my, it's like, yeah. If my wife goes, oh, can I get a bite of that? And then I give it to her and she'll do the uh, the double bite. I'm like, okay. Well, see, that's. That, now, I, I do. Now, ba- wait. Now, Base just gave me an exception. Now, yeah, I think, she, I think you're right. She's just trying to get as much food as she can for free. Like, she's just trying to extract <laughs> as much. I understand that, actually. That's one exception. If, if your wife is doing that, she wants more than one bite. Although, uh, to my credit, whenever I say, can I get a bite of hers, it's like I eat like half of it in that one chomp. <laughs> but but see, you have a big bite, right? You yeah. could probably put a whole Big Mac in your mouth in one bite. I don't know if I have that big of mouth, but it's I, I, can, <laughs> I, can, I can take a pretty decent chunk out of it. Yeah. I can great white chunk that. But but just just you'll notice fat people if they're if they're alone if they're with other people sometimes they pretend like they're not eating as much. But if they're alone, if you're like at um, Arby's by yourself and you see some fat guy, just watch him take that first bite into that beef and cheddar. It's gonna go. <laughs> <laughs> but Gordon, if people want to uh, check you out, how how would they do that? Uh, Twitter at Uncle Gordon, Instagram uh, at Uncle Gordon. And uh, if you find yourself in Philadelphia or anywhere, I guess, with the radio.com app, you can hear me on 93.5 XTU. And that's a country station, right? Yeah. We got to went to the Garth Brooks show on uh, on Saturday night, and it was uh, one of the better shows I've ever seen. I actually saw you post something about that. I want to ask you. Now, I watched a whole Garth Brooks concert from Yankee Stadium mm-hmm. that was on, like, um, is it called HD Net now? Or, oh, no, Access TV, right? Access, yeah. Um, so, Gar- I actually talked about this on a podcast, if you listen back, but Garth Brooks, he doesn't, his, so his biggest song is Friends in Low Places, right? Right. Ah, oh God. Fr- so, before he, when he's playing that song, he, he tells the crowd, oh, I don't play the second verse anymore. And then they all start booing and stuff, and then he ends up playing the second verse. Did he play the second verse? <laughs> he, he talks, it, yeah, it's a, it, it's a thing he does all the time, and it's the third verse that he only does well. Oh, that's right. Play anymore. But it's the whole... The whole joke is that he always says he doesn't do it, and then but then but then the crowd talks him into it. <laughs> but that's like the best verse, right? It's not where they go, or you could kiss my ass. Yeah. Like, the why reason, would you ever you know, skip the that? Is that they, they, the radio edit of that song, which made it popular for decades, doesn't include that third verse. It's only the two verses. So it doesn't. No, yeah, no, it's not in there. Wow, you're not gonna say kiss my ass on the radio. That's true. But I, 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 I talked about this before. I just want to mention it one more time. Like, if you're a band and your biggest song, you should never even consider not playing part of it. Like, you should play the whole song twice. 
and it's good. It, yeah, I mean, but he's never. Not, I don't think. I don't think the thing is. I don't know why I'm defending him so hard, but <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> he's he's never not played it. He, he always does the thing that we don't play it anymore, and then plays it, or that, or before it used to be that. He only played it live, and then you had to come see him live to see the third, to hear the third verse. Yeah. Well, it's good to know that he sings his own songs. Usually, guys like that will like they'll they'll play the first couple chords, say a word, and have the whole crowd sing it instead. He no, he does that. Yeah, I mean, he does that too a lot of times. But I the other weird that. thing, the other weird thing that he does is that I, <laughs> that I forgot until I seen him because he, he went away for like twenty years and then came back and is touring again. But um, he doesn't use like a handheld microphone he uses that like yeah the madonna headset but the weird which is fine when he's playing guitar but he doesn't always play guitar so he's just he's walking around like waving his hands and like oh booga 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 yeah he doesn't know what to do he looks uncomfortable yeah it's so weird he doesn't know where to put his hands because he he has to put him somewhere so sometimes he'll put his hand like on the on the the arm of the the microphone but <laughs> other than that like he's 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 just hands-free, and it's super strange. Did you notice, too, that he kept going, Hah! like that Howard Dean yell? <laughs> yeah, he kept doing that. He still does that? I always thought he yeah, did, he like, did. that quack thing that, like, Mick Jagger does when he's, like, you know, climbing his hands and doing the, whack, like, the quack thing with his elbows. He does do that, but you can only do that every so often with that headset on. I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about because I was watching him. I'm like, he looks so uncomfortable right now. Yeah, it, it, that's the weirdest part. I, I even... That night, I was, like, pointing it out to people. I was like, look at him. He doesn't know where to put his hands. It reminded me that if there's a one-hit wonder, like, like Candlebox with Far Behind, you should force them to play Far Behind twice. When I saw Brett Michaels at Joe's on Wee Street one time, he opened with... Uh, uh, nothing But a Good Time? Yeah, Nothing But a Good Time, and then closed with Nothing But a Good Time. <laughs> it's so pathetic. Yeah. You guys still having a good time? Let's do it again from the top. We're going to close this like we started it. And then when he played the whole song again, the place went nuts. <laughs> that's <laughs> pathetic. In every couple songs. That, that, that's sad, honestly. What's well, even that? weirder is that he only played two songs that night. Yeah. <laughs> this is it's it. funny sometimes. One last time. <laughs> Thank you. Let's do it a third time. Come on. Well, that's your time, Brett. Fuck. I couldn't even get to every rose as a thorn. But all right, gentlemen, we'll wrap it up on that. And Gordon, thanks for joining us. And uh, you got it. We'll and, holler next and week. Those, you can find me in the back of Abe's car with a crave case starting <laughs> right now. <laughs> all circle, baby. He's right now. All right, See later, you. guys. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Abe, for all the laughter. David Blaine, your magic is real, and I believe in you.